everybody, this is A7X Fan Ben, and this is vlog number 45 of Pirates with Ben. And on miniature trading, I posted some new threads recently. I did a rankings thread. Um, I started one for the first time in a while. It's about ships number 001, which I consider like the flagships of their sets. And another one that's gotten some traction, um, eliminate one game piece from Pirates history. So a little bit of a negative topic, but uh, sometimes it comes up just because, you know, there are a bunch of game pieces that you could consider pretty bad for the game, or at least things that kind of shouldn't have been produced in the first place. So that one's got some replies. So I guess that would be the question of the day, and you can respond in that thread if you have an account at Venture Trading. It's free to sign up if you don't have an account. Um, but what game piece would you eliminate from Pirates CSG in general, especially if you could pick just one thing? And like the thread says, you could pick one that's your least favorite, in terms of, you know, stupidity that you don't think should have been released. And then you could pick one uh, that's like overpowered, that, you know, like the Banshee's Cry or whatever that you don't think should have been uh, produced either. And then I put a little edit in my in my post in Custom Ships today because my Pirates of the Epic Seas custom set, which you may have seen before, and I'll probably feature it more on this vlog going forward, I'm posting not only a historical custom of the day, but a fantasy custom of the day because my Epic C set has expanded recently. And I think it's, as I say in this edit to the post here, it's going crazy. Um, I'm going crazy making stuff, not so much on purpose, just kind of based on like random opportunities I've had to uh, make stuff. And uh, basically it's spiraling out of control, as I say in the, in the post. And uh, I think it's approaching or just surpassed around 300 game pieces. I think it's still approaching that number, but so it's going to be a massive custom set, not nearly as big as Age of Sale will eventually get or already is. That one's over. That one might be 500 plus by now. I'm not sure. And, uh, but basically I've come up with a lot of crazy ideas recently for the Epic C set. So I'm going to be releasing a lot of the stuff I made a week or two ago. That's also crazy. I still haven't gotten to it because I'm only, I'm trying to kind of limit myself and do about one per day, but that might, the pace might increase if I feel that that's a, a good idea going forward. Uh, miniature contest, re miniature review contest number seven, hosted by Xerix, has, uh, looks like four people are interested, myself, not always you, JW Darkhurst, and Vetra Brayton just joined today. So that's a pretty cool thing there, so we've got four entrants there. And then there's at least two people interested in the fleet challenge, the uncommon fleet challenge that I'm uh, hosting, also a miniature trading. So links to those in the description below. And deal of the day, uh, there's all those auctions by Dogen, but those don't end for about eight days. So um, sometimes I'm gonna try to feature things you can actually buy now, such as uh, the Ocean's Edge thing. I've already talked about this, but it's just one of the best deals I've seen in general. So basically 40 bucks with free shipping for 36 packs of OE with a good chance at a tournament pack, like you can see in the picture. So just an amazing, I mean, you're paying barely more than 50 cents a ship, right? Two, two ships per pack. So, so just over a dollar per pack. And then with the tournament kit, assuming you would get one, um, it'd be even more worth it. And like I showed on the blog yesterday, Hills Wholesale Gaming has increased the price of their Ocean's Edge 36 pack lot from $38 to 54. So eBay is now definitely the best place to get Ocean's Edge, which is the cheapest set and the most accessible. It's it's the biggest set, has the most game pieces, and it's very it's good for new players because there's not a lot of 
overpowered stuff, but at the same time, there's a lot of variety. So people that like sea monsters and um, sailing ships will both be satisfied because there's a bunch of both in the set. There's a huge variety of ship types and whatnot, as you may know about from the from the Ocean's Edge review uh, set review podcast that I did with Don Mason. And uh, card of the day, so that's one. Nope, not eleven. That's one through fourteen for the set number two, Crimson Coast. We'll get that up here. Should number to 303, as we've seen in the past. Looks like I have another private message, which I'll get to soon. 1 to 303, if you won. But yeah, I love when I get pirate stuff like randomly throughout the day. It happens kind of often, actually. Sometimes when I check Reddit, subreddit, or Borgian Geek, I'll have something. So anyway, so I'm kind of distracted, so I didn't do a guess. I probably would have guessed English, to be honest, but this one's a Spanish ship. So number 51 from Crimson Coast is the Matthias Vespero, uh, which is, has an interesting backstory. Um, it's Spanish, uncommon, 4 master, 12 points, 4 cargo, SS move, cannons are 3S, 3L, 3L, 3S, and the ship gets plus 100 cannon rolls against English ships. This one is really just like a stock gunship, as God Mason might call it, or just kind of a Kind of a mediocre numbers gunship, as I might call it. Um, you wouldn't really pick this in a smaller game. For example, Asesino de la Nave, the ship killer. Um, that one has two S cannons and then the cargo wrecking ability, so it eliminates cargo on every hit, for example, for the same point cost. Uh, there's there's other ships you can get. The Santa Isabel, for one point more, is a far better ship. So this one doesn't really stand out too much for any reason. Um, She's pretty much average in just about every way. I guess this V might be slightly above average for a four master, but not by much. So she's outclassed by her competition. She's in a tough faction to stand out in. Spanish have a lot of good ships, a lot of great four master galleon type ships beyond just the Santa Isabel, which is the schooner. They've got the Hoya del Sol and a host of other great ones. And uh, this one doesn't really measure up. Um, that being said, she's not a terrible ship or anything. It's kind of a boring option that I would use as a numbers gunship in campaign games rather than I wouldn't really choose her on purpose in a smaller game. So Gimme's rating out of 10, probably 6.5, maybe, probably not 7, maybe 7. I don't know, 6.5 or 7 out of 10 sounds about right. The ship is solid. There's nothing wrong with her. I would pick, do Captain Helmsman, maybe an Oarsman or some kind of world hater or just some kind of offensive ability, or you could just do Captain Helmsman Keep two cargo spaces open for gold. So, not a bad ship by any means, just kind of boring and um, not too uh, not too noteworthy, really. And uh, I'm going to go to the subreddit page, and I'm going to try to find something from a while back. Might not be able to find it. I might feature it. If I can't find it on the first page, which I probably won't. I don't think it's on the first page. Um, yeah, I'm probably going to, yeah. Looks like it's going to try to update, but it's going to be kind of slow to load. I'm going to try to continue this uh, next time, assuming I can find it. But uh, it's interesting because basically somebody was able to name this ship, the Matthias Vespero, which I guess was the person's name. I think it happened at like a convention or something. It may have been some kind of Spanish main related thing, you know, before Crimson Coast even came out. This may have happened back in 2004. But anyway, I'm going to try to find the story, and uh, I'll link it in the description if I find it, but beyond that, I'll, I'll try to talk about it next blog when I can actually find it, not you know, waste your time. So 
picture of the day real quick is from last night, the Caribbean game, and I'm about to do a quick little video on that right after this, so you can look for that on my channel. And uh, we live streamed it. It was about an hour long session, and we played basically a turn and a half, and then I finished my uh, half of the second turn today. So in this picture, the, the French had their first election in the first election of the game. So in the Caribbean game, it's a crazy rule set. I'll put a link in the description, of course, where you can read the battle reports, you can read the rule set. The rule set alone takes like, I don't know, probably an hour and a half just to read through it and to actually understand it would take even longer, I would guess. So there's government rules. So they were, they basically pitted two politicians, both of them historically accurate. So they pitted them against each other in the city hall, which they only got from buying a city. So that's why you see the, the structure building there in this vassal picture. So they had their first election and uh, Louis de Rivol won the election. So the French now have him at the head of their resource party in, in power. So each politician represents a political party. I think there's at least 12 or 14 political parties. And uh, so the guy in power is representing the resource party. So you basically roll a d6 and then that result is the resource that doubles in value for that faction only. So they roll the six, which is luxuries, which is the same. Uh, that's actually the same resource they have at their home island. So their home island is producing one luxury per turn, but now it doubles in value. So, and uh, it's really valuable right now because the die roll of one means that all resources are worth their face value. So luxuries are six. So luxuries are number six resource and they're worth six gold right now because of the resource value roll, which is going to hold for another three turns at this point. And uh, so basically, French get like an automatic 12 gold next three or four turns, which is nice for them. And uh, more on that in the other video, though, which I'll upload uh, tonight as well. So beyond that, though, check the description, as always, for awesome links and uh, to check out all the cool stuff going on. And uh, I'll be back soon with more vlogs, more custom ships, of course. And uh, hopefully more campaign gameplay as well. So thanks for watching. Leave a like and subscribe. And I'll see you again soon.